0: From the newsroom of the Bryant College Station Eagle, this is the Brazos Sports Prepscast. And now, the Eagle High School sports team, Alex Miller and Jake Weiss. What's going on, everyone? You're listening to the Brazos Sports Prepscast. I'm Alex Miller with the Eagle, joined by the Eagles High School sports reporter, Jake Weiss. Jake, it's week one of the Texas high school football season. How are we feeling?
1: I'm feeling good. I'm feeling energized. I'm ready to go.
0: Yeah, you know, we're we're back another season. Um, you know, there's some contenders, there's some teams with new coaches, there's a lot of storylines so around the Brazos Valley. You know, it's going to be your first yeah, uh high school football season with us. You know, what what what's really getting you going right now?
1: Yeah, uh just been great to meet everyone. Uh I think our media days we had a couple weeks ago uh was kind of a sample. It was an appetizer if you will, and now we're getting on to the main course. So, I'm excited uh it was fun to meet everyone, interact with the players, coaches. I'm just excited to get started.
0: Yeah, you know uh, our high school football season uh, season preview section, of course, coming out in Wednesday's paper of the Eagle. So be sure to check that in print or at theEagle.com as well. Uh, we got a big show today. We got Matt Stepp of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. He's going to join us here in the second segment of the show. So stay tuned, Matt. Previewing. Uh, what's coming up for the Brazos Valley this season. But before we get there, we could talk you and you and me. Yep. We got a full slate of games starting Thursday all the way through Saturday. Uh, it's going to be a jam-packed week here in Bryan College Station and around the Brazos Valley. For now, we'll stick with our local teams and just see where they're starting out. So kicking off the season, it's going to be the St. Joseph Eagles. They're taking on Bastrop Tribe in the Allen Academy Showcase Thursday night at 7.30. Jake, you wrote the season preview on the Eagles. What, what's kind of maybe one key storyline going into the season for them?
1: Yeah, so uh, I talked with uh, coaches and players, obviously, uh, Coach Castilleja, You know, his big message to me, I asked every coach when I was there at Media Days, just, hey, is there any games on the schedule you've got circled? You know, he didn't sugarcoat it. He said, hey, week three and week four, uh, you know, we've got Allen Academy week three. Week four, we've got uh, Baytown Christian. Both of those are big games. And you're probably wondering, like, hey, it's week one. Are we talking about, why are we talking about week three and four? Um, you know, but it's interesting. So when I talked to us players, I kind of asked the same question. Hey, you know, what are some games you guys are interested in? And, you know, they brought up week three and four. Hey, those are big games. But the interesting thing was uh, the players did bring up week one. And they said, hey, you know, I don't know where they got these numbers, but they said, hey, you know, we're, they were kind of blunt. You know, they were pretty blunt with it. They just said, hey, we're, we're predicted to lose this game. Uh, you know, so we want to go out there. We want to put up a good fight. You know, we want to tell the people that have predicted us that we're going to lose this game. You know, hey, we're, we're going to come out and put on a show and, you know, hopefully win. And that was something I thought was really interesting. You know, they, they've they got a kind of a tough slate there at the beginning. Right. You know, week one, and then, like I said, Coach talked about week three and four. Um, you know, but for me, that's something I'm really interested in to see is how they can handle, uh, you know, early on. You know, it's early in the season. You know, but they've kind of really got to hit the ground running and just – you know go from there I mean it's not going to be easy for them uh you know and they know that so it's going to be interesting if they just hit the ground running and go on or you know what's going to happen there
0: right and then you know moving into Friday we start getting into our big schools a yeah. Consolidated they're hosting Huntsville to start this season they've been district mates for several years now Consol moving up to division one Huntsville staying down in division two uh th- this, this was expected to be a really good game last year before Kinsall just ran right through the Hornets. Uh, and, you know, Kinsall, a very talented team coming into the season. They've got high expectations over there in, in Tigerland.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, I talked with Coach Fedora this weekend after their scrimmage. They had their last scrimmage right. uh, against Brian And you and I were at the first one as well. Uh, you know, so they had two scrimmages. We were at the first one. This week was the last one. And, you know, we kind of saw this a little bit at our scrimmage, uh, the first one we went to, and he talked about it a lot. I think for them, you know, the big storyline going into week one and Coach talked about this was just staying healthy. Um, you know, you and me saw that a little bit at the scrimmage. Some of the starters, you know, would come out and we get taped up, things like that. Nothing serious, of course, just right. small things. Um, and that was kind of a coach's message when I asked him, you know, hey, w- what are you kind of guys hoping to work on, uh, you know, going into your week one game against Huntsville? It wasn't, hey – oh, we got to work on the play calling or, hey, too many penalties in the scrimmage, you know, nothing nothing that he's going to make the guys run laps about, uh, you know, but really for him the message was just, hey, we've just got to stay healthy. And, you know, for me that's kind of the big thing. I'll, I'll actually be at that game on Friday uh, here at the Eagle, or for the Eagle, and, you know, I'll be kind of scanning the sidelines at to start seeing who's, you know, who d- who's dressed and all that. And, like I said, he said it was all just small things, nothing major, of course, uh, you know, on the injury side, just a couple small and bruises here and there but it'll be interesting to see in that game throughout the game kind of who's going in you know if guys are staying healthy that sort of thing
0: Brian starts the Ricky Tullis era on Friday at home against Waller um, you know Brian they're a team that you know they've got some good pieces yeah. it's just a it's just a matter of can they put them together and, and come together at the right time Brian there's some there's some big upswing over there for the Vikings.
1: Yeah, they're all excited about it. I, I talked with the players at Media Days, and they're all excited. They said, Coach, tell has been real hands-on. Uh, you know, I kind of want to go out to see him, see practice if he's, you know, getting involved in the drills. Cause <laughs> I know their uh, center, Austin Pennington, said he's a real hands-on guy. So I kind of want to see what that means, you know. I might have to call him up and say, hey, can I come by and practice, Coach? Because uh, I would like to see that. But, uh, yeah, no, players are super excited, you know. They all talk about it being a new era, new jerseys, new mentality, new plays. So, really, for them, uh, it'll be a lot of new. Uh, the other thing on the player side that I'm really interested to see, and I know you talked about this with Coach in your interview, uh, the video interview you guys did, uh, was just having Malcolm Goodenbath, the quarterback. Uh, I know he didn't get a play at all. Well, he got injured in the first game of the season right. last year. Um, so, you know, I'm really interested to see what it's like for him coming back his senior year. Uh They scrimmaged last Friday. Uh, I believe they were one of the only schools that had only one scrimmage. Is that right? Yeah,
0: them and College Station, yes.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I know uh, when I talked with Coach earlier, he just talked about it being their first scrimmage. There was a couple things to fix there, so I just wanted to make sure I had that right. I thought they were one of the only schools that won. Um, So Malcolm's taking snaps, obviously, but I'm interested to see what it's like having him back at quarterback uh, for senior year, just kind of what he can do in this first game. What's he look like? Uh, really just how the whole team looks like. But yeah, I'm just excited to see what they look like.
0: Yeah. Um the the Eagles Robert Sessna will be covering that yeah. game for us. Uh Twitterless cease, so <laughs> be sure to check Braz's sports and the eagle for coverage. Uh Rudder, they're they're starting they're starting on the road against Willis Friday night. Um Willis, they're a really good team. They've got a really good quarterback prospect, DJ Lagway. He's getting interest from a number of schools, including Texas A and M, gonna be a junior quarterback this season. I saw him last year against Adam Consolidated. I mean, he is a big dude that can run the ball. He can pass it well. Um, and Rudder, I mean, it, the story is: Can they keep it going? You know, yeah. they 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 finally broke through last season uh, with with a very you know special remarkable year. And they've got some good pieces back, especially on offense. the The skill position is strong for the Rangers. You know, I'm curious how. They're going to use that quarterback position. You know, Xavier Ramirez, he's going to be their quarterback, starting quarterback. But how do they use guys like Jaquise Martin? You know, he's just kind of a do-it-all player. And and how's that defense come together? You know, they lost some really big pieces on that defense from last year, which was a huge reason why they made the playoffs. Uh, so, you know, they've got a guy like Jaden Williams that's coming back, a defensive tackle. But ha- how's that? how's that front seven kind of coming together around him? So that's something I've got my eye on. For the Rangers, Travis Brown from the Eagle. He'll he'll be out out in Willis on Friday night, um, the home of my aunt and uncle. So, oh, nice. looking at looking looking down the line, uh, Brazos Christian. They've got they've got a great game to start the season against Cypress Christian the, down at the private school ranks and eleven man taps. Uh, that's that's a really good matchup for them. Uh, Cypress Christian they. They were they were really really good last year, and so is Brazos Christian, Um, and so that's a that's a great non-district game to start out with, for the Eagles. Coach Washington, of course, he's making his debut as Brazos Christian's head coach, and you know they've got some guys that they've got to fill some shoes. That was a very senior-heavy class from last year for the Eagles, but you know they they've got some young talent. Ryan Burton, he's He's a do it all player. You know, we talk about do it all players: Keith Martin, Ryan Burton. He's that guy for Brazos Christian. Uh, and so you got guys like Jackson Caffey, uh, and, and the list goes on. Of you know, they're they're trying to step into these roles where um, these seniors had kind of been there the last two three years as starters. Now, of course, off to college. But you know, curious to see what kind of fight they can put up against Cypress Christian and start out the season with the statement win you know we got we got one local on local game this week Allen Academy they're hosting BV Chia okay yeah. and you know Allen Academy they had a young team last year they they kind of were up and down but this year you know they're trying to get back to the standard that they they like to have uh, they they made it back to back years to the to the state championship game down in the 6 man ranks and um you know, BB Chia, they're a team that, you know, they're they're gonna play good hard football, and you know they have they have high aspirations as well. So you know, if you if you like six man football, you should get out to Allen Academy Baker Field on Friday night because uh, that that'll be a that'll be a good game and Thursday night too. I mean, yeah. St. Joe's Bra- Bastrop Tribe, the the Allen Showcase that they put on that's a cool event. It's just a good way for six man teams to kick off the season and come together. So. Neat deal with Coach Adams and the guys over there at Allen Academy put on, so that's a good deal. Maybe the biggest game of the week. The lat we'll save it for last. Yeah, yeah. College Station. They're playing Lucas Lovejoy in a non-district top five game in the 5A level of the Tom Landry Classic at Allen's Eagle Stadium. Uh, this is going to be a dogfight, and uh, this is this is a this is a stiff test to start the season for the Cougars. Uh, Jake, I know you got to catch up with Coach Pryor, Stony Pryor, yeah. over at College Station after their scrimmage against Pearland. What do you have to say?
1: Yeah, you know, uh, similar. You know, it's gonna be a new era for him, so it's gonna be exciting. I'm excited to see that one, and you'll you'll be at that right. one, right? Uh, so yeah, y'all make sure y'all follow Alex for coverage of that one on Saturday. Uh, wanted to make sure. I yeah, got I'm slacking. One. I'm
0: not even starting my season until Saturday.
1: <laughs> but no uh yeah coach Pryor was excited uh you know it was kind of funny but scrimmage was actually supposed to be on thursday mm-hmm. because of weather lightning uh rain got moved to friday it's so only the varsity got to take part in on in it, part in it on friday uh you know but he felt pretty good about it um really the only thing that he was kind of worried about was uh not even really, really worried about the thing that he really wanted them to work on was that just you know building that brotherhood coming together Um, You know, he said he saw it a little bit on the defensive side, guys kind of, you know, slapping each other on the helmet after good plays, things like that. But really for him, that's his biggest thing right now is just working on building that. And then he said, too, penalty-wise they were a little sloppy. He wants to clean that up before the first game. But, you know, he was pretty confident they can do that.
0: A a little running can go a long way after practice.
1: A couple (laughs) stadium steps, I think, and, you know, they'll they'll get it fixed.
0: Yeah, Lucas Lovejoy, though, I mean, man, they're they're the real deal. Um, That's going to be a good game. For the Cougars to start the season, curious how it shakes out for them. You know, they had a, they had a run to the state championship game last yeah. year, lost a ton, but they bring back a lot of good talent, too. Um, so curious to see how the Cougars put it all together on Saturday night. So yeah. I think we covered our, covered our bases, Jake. Um, let's That'd get into be the be next be segment. Let's hear from our friend Matt Stepp. So without further ado, here's Matt Stepp of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. going on everyone you're listening to the Brazos sports preps cast i'm alex miller with the eagle joining us now is matt Stepp, good friend of the show from dave campbell's texas football matt it's it's good to hear from you it means the season is right around the corner
2: appreciate you having me on yeah it means football is uh is near and uh it's it's time i mean we're all about to be really busy but uh i don't you know we get in this business to be busy you know we don't like you know the summers are nice to you get your break but kind of towards the end of the break you're ready to get ready to get back to work and get rolling again. So, I mean, I I know I'm fired up, and I'm sure you guys are as well with all the great football that you guys have down there in the Brazos Valley.
0: For sure. I I just finished my last season preview, so I'm pretty happy about that right before we got on to do this. So, uh, you know, kind of just getting it started, what what kind of excites you about this season in particular as we gear up for another year of high school football here in Texas?
2: You know, to me, it's the same thing that excites me every year. Number one, I mean, I just love – there's there's just something about pulling up to a stadium on a Friday night and the lights and the bands and you just get that kind of you know antsy feeling you know even though we're not playing I mean we're we're you know we're we're you know, if we did play we're de- our playing days are long gone so but but you kind of get that feeling again just, just that excitement and that buzz uh, about the game and I I love to see you know a lot of times especially recently in Texas high school football you've had a lot of the usual suspects that have been kind of in the mix playing for state championships and making deep playoff runs, but I love to see there's every year, there's always a few surprise teams that pop up and make deep playoff runs and surprise us and and take us on a great journey uh, in December. You know, college station, I think was one last year. We all thought they'd be good. I I don't know if anyone, there weren't that many people early in the year, but in the preseason had them playing for state championships. So there's always teams like that every year that pop up. And so finding out who those teams are, I think is a lot of fun and one of the best parts. There's all you know Texas high school football is a, a there's a story all the time. There's always something going on and there's no shortage of, of storylines. And I'm just ready to get it rolling.
0: Yeah, you know you kind of mentioned it, but pretty successful year for Brazos Valley schools last year. Franklin, of course, winning their first state championship. We'll talk about them in a little bit. College Station, state runner-up, and maybe one of the games of the season against Peyto there in that 5A1 championship. But, you know, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of coaching changes down here, uh, over the off season and particularly most notably probably at Bryan high school and college station, of course, with Steve Huff going to Decatur, you know, what'd you kind of make of Brian's hire of Ricky Tullis and college stations promotion of Stony Pryor?
2: First off, I'll start with the six, a school and Brian, I think they made a great hire. Ricky Tullis, obviously, Ross Rogers, his 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 resume and the legacy that he's left in that part of the state is, is unmatched. I mean, obviously, what he did at A and M consolidated back in the day, turning them into a powerhouse, and then he you know, went to Colleen and got some programs started there in Colleen. And then, you know, I thought he did a very good job at Brian. You know, Brian. Uh, you know, once they moved back in cent- the Central Texas district was was very competitive in the playoff mix year in and year out. So I think hiring a guy like Coach Tullis, who has a state championship uh, on his resume and has been at good programs, uh, is, is a great move by Brian ISD. And I, I think Coach Tullis is going to do a good job. Now, Brian's in a tough district. 12-6A, top to bottom is a very balanced district. Right. And the Vikings could finish as high as, you know, I, I, they could easily finish second place and they could easily finish in seventh place and that district that evenly matched. So uh, I don't know if, if, you know, you can me- measure the success totally by wins or losses, but I think th- he- he'll get that program on, on solid ground and, and keep Brian in the mix, I think. And then for college station, it was a no brainer hire. You know, they kind of said it was going to be an internal hire from the beginning and why not? The, the success they've had, it would have been to my opinion, crazy to go outside. And so I think to, to promote from within was, was the right move there for college station high and I think coach Pryor uh, you know obviously the, the 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 bar is high and the standards are set and I think he's going to keep keep college station in the mix.
0: Yeah, you know uh, Dave Campbell's in in preseason magazine has the Cougars number 4 crosstown rival Enum consolidated number 7 in the 5A1 rankings. I mean, how far can the likes of both of those teams in particular go this season potentially?
2: I think both teams are regional contenders for sure. Um, it would, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility that they meet in the regional finals. That's, that's not a pie in the sky type thing. I think there's a, there's a chance of that. Uh, but region three is tough. You know, there's a lot of good teams start starting in the, in your own district, you know, with Cedar park and Georgetown, uh, right there. And then you look over in the district 12, you know, you have a uh, Smithson Valley, you know, it's kind of, you know, Smith Valley, a San Antonio area team has been a, a very good six, a program, uh, dropping down into five, a San Antonio Wagner. Their last two years, they were a 5A program. They went to the state semifinals. So they're going to be a, a contender as well. And you look over at District 9, obviously, you've got Manville and, and, and some of the teams in the Houston area that are always tough. And there's a, I, I think Angleton is a real sleeper there in District 9 that, that can make some noise as well. So um, is it like I, – I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's a, a coin flip that can solve in, in College Station High – play again but i put it at a, a 15 to 20 percent chance that they meet in the regional finals I, I i'll say this i think uh there will be at least one brazos valley team in a regional final in region three for sure
0: yeah you know and you know what what do you make of college stations uh you know season opener against lucas lovejoy that's a that's a tough that's a tough matchup up in allen to start the season
2: yeah it's a long road trip you, you know lovejoy is about you know lovejoy used to be a part of allen isd and they split off into their own school district so it's it's not quite a home game for Lovejoy, but it's 10 minutes down the road where College Station's traveling, you know, three, three and a half hours, you know, to the northern part of the Metroplex. Uh, so it's a tough road trip. Lovejoy uh, has been a regional finalist now, I think, the uh, last two years, um, losing to the eventual state champion both years, Alito in 2020 and then South Oak Cliff last year. Um, and they're loaded at, at, you know, they've got four – they've got they got th- two current Division I commits – at wide receiver. They've won to LSU, one to SMU. They've got another one who's got a ton of offers and they've got a sophomore kid who's got a ton of offers as well. They're loaded. I mean, they're going to be a tough matchup uh, for a college station team. that's breaking in a lot of new faces and a new head coach for the first time. So I don't want to say the deck is stacked against college station in this, in this opener uh, against Lovejoy, but they're going to have their hands full for sure. It's, it's going to be an uphill battle.
0: Well, College Station and Consolidated are playing October twenty eighth. Uh, that's that's certainly a game we've got circled down here. I'm sure you guys will be paying attention to that one too. Um, you know, looking at Brian Rudder, uh, la- fourth local team to to mention. You know, what do you make of their district? You know, Consol's leaving. They're bringing in Brenham. Uh, and and what do you think they have to go through to try and make it back to the playoffs? Had a breakthrough season last year.
2: Yeah, I think Coach Eizar has done a heck of a job there at Rudder, getting that you know getting that program uh, pointed in the right direction. Their first ever playoff appearance last year, they were I mean, they were right there in the mix in the first round of the playoffs. They could right. have easily uh, won a playoff game last year. So um, it's a tough district. It's to a balanced district. District uh, ten, I think it's District nine or ten. Five 10, or two, yeah, or two. yeah. It's a very balanced district. Um, you know Montgomery was kind of the team last year that made the great run and went undefeated in the regular season, but they lost a lot. They graduated pretty heavy. Um, I, I think Huntsville is right now on paper to me the team to beat uh, in this district, but it's a it's a very balanced district, and 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 much like District 12, I, I could see Rudder finishing near the top of the district standings, and, the, and they could finish fifth or sixth. It's 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 a the the margins are very slim in this district. Every game is going to be important. You guys might want to brush up on your district tiebreakers because there could be some three-way ties in this district. Um, every game is going to be big, but I think Rudder's got a great shot to make it back-to-back playoff appearances. But you know, one slip-up could knock you out of it real quick. That's a that's a balanced district.
0: Yeah, Coach Ezard, talking to him in the preseason, he was he was very adamant. You know, this they could compete for a title, they could miss the playoffs. So I'm I'm right there with you. When you look at some of the area teams, it, you you got to start with Franklin when when you're talking about Brazos Valley area teams. You know, how special was that run last year and just like what what Franklin's coming off of uh, finally winning that state championship.
2: <laughs> yeah, they the line, you know, they've got it rolling there, you know, going playing for a state title in 2020 and then last year breaking through and winning that state championship. Um and I think even though they're moving up to division 1, I, I I think they're going to be Uh, right there in the mix again we've got them I think that's the number one team or number one or number two team in three a division one in the preseason magazine they're right there I mean they're right there top three top four team Um, the district and the region is really tough the the difference now for Franklin being in division one and then being in in region three is the gauntlet they're going to have to run week in and week out you know in division two there were games where Franklin was just so dominant; they their starters were out of their second quarter. Right. In a lot of these games, <laughs> they're going to have you know the, that now is where the depth. You know, do they have the depth to to keep it up week in and week out and go through that grind? Because you've got they're in one they're in the toughest district in three A Division One. That, that district is loaded. You've got Lorena. I think Little River Academy is going to be a tremendous ball club, bringing back seventeen starters from eleven and two ball club. Cameron Yo and Rockdale are always in the mix. Troy is tough. It's a really, really good district. Then if you get out of district, Region 3 in 3A Division I is challenging as well when you have a team like Dieball who went to the regional final last year. They bring back 15 starters. Woodville is always tough. East Chambers is always tough. I mean, it's a it's a gauntlet and a grind. So if Franklin's going to get it done this year, they're, they're going to earn it because the path is a lot tougher and there's a lot more landmines on that road.
0: Right. I think, I think Franklin's actually playing die ball in a non-district game uh, early in the season, so that'll be a good measuring stick test. Uh, they, that, that game against Lorena, of course, I think that's at Lorena somewhere in the middle of October. that's probably got to be one of the better small school games that we'll see in the regular season uh, this year.
2: For sure. I, I think Lorena you know they've got a lot of questions about, to answer as well. so um, that little the bumblebees from Little River Academy are kind of flying under the radar. I, 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 you know, my personal picks. I think Little River Cat. I think Lorena could finish third in this district. I think that the district is that that tough with with outstanding teams.
0: Well, when you look around the rest of the Brazos Valley, who are maybe some other teams that that you've got your eye on to to maybe rise up and and make a deep run this season?
2: You know, I, I think, and I think they're in your coverage area. Uh, I like Burton a lot this year. Right. Um, I think Burton has a chance to actually, in my personal picks, I have Burton playing for a state championship. I think Mart in Region 3, who's all, you know, in 2A Division 2, they've been the big, bad wolf, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I think, you know, Fall City took them out last year. I think Burton is poised to do the same this year. I think Burton, uh, on paper, has a chance to be a really, really outstanding team and and could make it all the way to AT&T Stadium. I'm interested in Brenham. Um, The last couple of years in Region before, I felt like they've underachieved. Um, I think, you know, they they were going in the Austin area and now they're kind of going back east into a more Houston local district, so to speak. So I'll be interested to see if the Cubs can kind of uh, establish their footing. Cause I mean, it used to be Brenham, you could pencil them in playing on Thanksgiving weekend just right. about every year. So I'll be interested to see if they can, they can kind of reestablish thing, uh, things under a new head coach as well. There were Danny Young is coming over from Brazosport.
0: Yeah, Burton kind of kind of getting a budding rivalry with with Falls City in those those later round playoff games met in that region final last year. Um, so yeah, that that's definitely a team we've got our eye on for sure. Well, Matt, before we let you go, I, I know you're a foodie. So when you're down here at like state seven on seven, or maybe you're passing through, going going down to the Houston area, what's a what's a place you've got to stop at here in Bryan College Station?
2: So I've got my staples and a lot of them are in downtown Bryan. We went to a place this year for seven on seven in downtown Bryan, a Mexican restaurant. Uh and I can't think of the name of it now. Mallory Hartley uh found it and and it was very good. There's actually a place that I haven't tried that I heard is really good. Uh it's called Juanitas, I think it's it's in the uh yeah, it's new development.
0: Century Square. De-
2: yeah, it's in Century Square. I've heard it was really good and I I need to uh Check that out. So I've heard that was pretty strong. But you know, you got you got your staples uh, for sure in the Bryan College Station area. That I, that I always hit. Um, I like I like going to Kobe Bridge for a burger. Uh, Hula has got great breakfast. So those are kind of my staples. But I need to get over to Juanitas and check that out because I've heard I've heard it's good stuff for the for the Mexican food.
0: For sure. Well, Matt, thanks for joining us. How can how can Pete folks find your work on, on Twitter and online? Keep up with you throughout yes. the season.
2: So uh, all my work's at texasfootball.com, obviously uh, on the web. Um, You can follow me personally on Twitter uh, at Matt with two T's underscore step with two P's, 817. Uh, Mostly Texas high school football. You may have to fight through some food tweets and some some Orioles tweets and even uh, some soccer tweets occasionally when the U.S. men's national team is playing. But for the most part, it's Texas high school football.
0: Hey, the Orioles going to get a wild card spot this year?
2: Uh, I hope. I mean, I, I would love it. I mean, they they they've exceeded my expectations so far that I don't want to get my hopes up and then be disappointed because they've been so good this year. And, and I, I this season's already a success, no matter what happens. But I'm, you know, they're they're kind of reeling me in as far as getting getting me really into it for the playoffs. So we'll we'll keep our fingers crossed. I think we're the story of the year in baseball, though.
0: Yeah, you know, I got to respect that, that you stick with the Orioles through all those tough years. So, for your sake, I hope they make it. So
2: well, Let me tell you, there's been some lean years the past <laughs> few years, some real lean years. So, uh, ho- hopefully, my, my loyalty get rewarded here soon.
0: For sure. Well, guys, thanks, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Brazos Sports Prepscast. Thanks for Matt Stepp for taking a few minutes to preview the season with us. Be sure to check the TheEagle.com for all of our preseason coverage heading into the season. We'll see you next week.